Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Have you ever seen some marketing effort that totally fell flat on its face? Very often, I see things like a company changes its logo or creates a new design, maybe releases a new ad campaign, and it just totally is a disaster. Whether it be offensive, the artwork is just inappropriate, or whatever it is, and many times I just look at this and say, how did this get past all those board members and those team members? Like This had to be signed off by 10, 15, 20 people. This is a major corporation. How did this go down? And many times when we're looking at this NFT stuff with Web3, all of these projects, these different changes that are being made to the roadmap. Of course, especially with everything that's going on right now, people really have to adjust what their plans were based on what's going on in the current market and trends. Because a lot of times these things are thought out three, four, five months in advance, and the market is completely different by the time it launches. So today we're going to understand why sometimes there is just a total disaster and holders are trying to figure out, well, what in the world happened? Who signed off on this? And how did this go down? So today we're going to look at some good changes to a roadmap or a project and then some awful ones. And I must say, what really inspired this particular episode is based on a recent poll that was put out by the 90s Babe community. So full disclosure, I hold a bunch of these, probably like 8, 9, 10. I'm not even exactly sure right now because I keep picking them up off the floor. But this originally minted at a price of 0.07 ETH, always going well for about two weeks or so when I would say about 2,500 was minted out. The community was great. We were hanging out. We're having a whole bunch of parties and events on Discord. Really fun community. However, then the market slowed down. Things started to really just take a nosedive. That's when prices of projects started to fall. Minting started to slow down. Projects were having struggles. And then they issued two free claims to holders before returning the price to the regular price after the event. So a poll went out in the Discord asking the community, well, what do we think we should do going forward? And this is, of course, a holders meeting. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details of what went down in that all of the different suggestions and everything. But what I like to really highlight is the fact that this was put out there. And then we go into the holders channels and we get to decide exactly what's going to happen going forward. Should we turn this into a free mint? Because they're about halfway minted out. Should we lower the price? Should we burn this? Should we cut this off? What exactly should we do? And the decision is going to be made based on the community interaction. And some amazing questions were put on the table by the community. So for example, if we were supposed to go to a free mint, which everyone was against and we're not going in that direction. And for the most part, that is something that I'm really not for in general, something going from a paid mint to a free mint. But how can we execute the rest of our roadmap? Do we have the funds to do that? Do we have the resources to execute the rest of the plan? Is the project well financed? And of course, what are we doing to add value to the community? Because ultimately, it it is the project's founders that are putting together everything and they're launching and executing. But what the floor price is and how it is being communicated to the rest of the world, that is really the job of the holders. So a lot of great discussion was going down on how we can do that, how we can implement certain things. And of course, just doing the considerations of what is the best option to execute the goals that we initially signed on to. So that is the good side of things where at this point, we are all putting in our input. We are weighing in. The founders are actually listening to us. Just some great things are going over there. And I'm not saying this because I'm a holder of the community. If it was horrible, I would absolutely say I just don't enjoy what they're doing or I would just not even bring it up whatsoever, depending on how I thought the rollout was going based on well intentions and just 
poor execution or whatnot, but I thought that was just a cool idea of how they're doing this. But here's the thing. A lot of people are not checking the discords, engaging with the community, so they'll find out, say, two, three months after the fact when a decision was made. So during this time, we're really starting to see that a lot of things, a lot of utility, and a lot of project announcements and changes that are being made, people aren't even aware of them. So for example, when the price was lowered, some people might not be on Twitter. They didn't see that. They didn't go into the Discord. They didn't realize that it was lowered for probably about two or three weeks. And then there was the free claim after that period. And still, when this meeting was called or this polling session or whatever you want to call it to have all hands on deck for the community, give the suggestions and put their input in as to which direction we're going to go going forward, a lot of people were just finding out, well, I missed the free mint. So, and I can think of countless projects and that's why I left some of these projects is not because the projects were not doing a good job or the founders weren't top-notch and they were knew what they were doing. It's just that I could not keep track of all the different things, all the discords, all the announcements, and I felt like I just was not unlocking the full potential. So with a thing like this, where the community is actually now coming together, making a whole bunch of suggestions, the founders are listening to us, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's going to be the founders that make that decision because there's always going to be someone with some way left field, just crazy, unconventional thing like, hey, let's buy a blimp and fly it over the Super Bowl to say the project's name. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, that was really out there. I mean, an original project, but that's going to cost so much money. And is it worth it? Is it going to be a bang for the buck return? Probably not. So sometimes people just want to come up with ideas for idea sakes. And it is really up to the founders in theory that we believe that these founders are good at making decisions. They know exactly what's going on. They have that roadmap and are willing to make those adjustments. But ultimately, when we spend our hard-earned money and we buy those NFTs and we get into projects, we're buying into those founders and assuming that they actually know what they're doing and they're going to make the right decision. So I think it's great to open up the floor, get the suggestions from the community, but ultimately it's going to be on those founders. Now, there is countless examples of just horrible rollouts, horrible ideas, and a lot of those times it's like, who on earth? earth signed off on this sometimes that is what really kills a project and you can see them absolutely fall apart because the community sees that they're moving to a free mint or they're moving to some crazy adjustment on the roadmap and the community is not for that and of course that's when people start to get angry if they miss the announcements or the opportunity to vote or a poll and they think that the founders are trying to pull a fast one or something crazy like that especially in these markets when things aren't selling out as i said that is when Fear, uncertainty, and doubt starts to creep in. People start to badmouth the project and all sorts of things. And depending on the core strength of the group, that's when things start to really go out. And I've seen countless rollouts of adopting a next mint, partnerships with other projects, cutting things or adding things to the roadmap, pulling out some of the cash, spending on the treasury, not buying the floor as promised, and countless other things, which causes a project to then fall in disarray. So during these times, I would say at least once a week, it is very good to just go in, check the announcements for the projects that you are holding for. And at this time, it's kind of a total mess that you have to go from server to server. But did you know that you can actually organize your particular servers on the left into folders? So for example, if you have two or three main communities that you're always in and you're always a part of, you can put those at the top of your Discord. And then let's say there is a group of, say, five or ten that you actually hold one or two of and you just want to keep track of what's going on. We can create a folder underneath those core ones and add those ones that you're holders of so that way you can actually go in there and check those all together. And then below that, you can have, let's say, a group of NFTs that you're 
currently watching and trying to understand should you jump into those projects or not. And then you can have a free for all below that. But also, did you know that if you go into a particular server, you can see the announcements or any of those public feeds that they are posting? And did you know a lot of the times they have an option to let you follow to get the channel's updates in your own server? Now, that's something that you probably overlook and you don't necessarily see that. Go to announcements, updates, or any of those general feed channels within a server and you might see that option. Well, what that means, a lot of people don't even take advantage of this, but this is just a great way that you can hack Discord and make your server hopping a little bit more efficient. You can create a server just for yourself. So for example, I have Nifty Nation and right now I'm the only person in there. And what I do is I subscribe to a whole bunch of updates and announcements from the various projects that I'm in and it all feeds into there. I have that as my number one server on the left column of my Discord. So as soon as I log in, I have that. I can click that, see whatever notifications, announcements and all that stuff has come out and I can scroll through there. Granted, not every single server that I wanna keep track of has that feature to follow that channel and see what the announcements are. But let's say 80% of them do, that does speed up your time. You don't have to go to that many servers. Now, if there is a particular one that you're always in, let's say your base community, which if you've been listening to any of these episodes, one thing I always speak about is finding your tribe, finding your base community. And that one, probably you're keeping track of that anyways. You're always in there. Okay, maybe you don't want to have that on there. But let's say the one that you might have one NFT of and you might check in every now and then. You bought it for a particular art piece or it was a one-of-one one project or you just bought it to support someone that you met in a Twitter space or whatever. You can add that to this particular news or this update channel in your server for your simple purpose of just keeping track of everything without having to go hop into that server. And the reason why this is important is you just don't want to miss all those announcements, all those utilities and benefits and things that are popping up on the fly. Even if you do check on Twitter, you're subscribed or you're following them or whatever, a lot of projects don't have the best communications or lanes of marketing. They don't even necessarily know what they're doing as far as getting the news out to a community because it might be their very first time creating content or engaging in the community. It is a skill and a lot of people are learning this skill on the job after their project already launches. That's just the nature of the business. That's where we are in Web3. So the communication, all the information is coming out very scattered. And it's like, I basically do this for a living in a sense. But it's so much work for me to track down news and I miss things too. So I can just think of someone who might not spend three, four hours a day in Web3. They might just come in, have a half hour after work or whatever. It is frustrating to hop in 30 discords, check 50 pages, spend time in spaces and all that other stuff because you have to actively search down this information. And this is just one way that you can narrow it down, make your life a little bit easier. It is not perfect because sometimes... Some of those posts and announcements don't show up in my personal feed, but as I said, it still makes it so much easier. So rather than scratching your head and wondering how on earth did your project sign off on a particular decision, such as changing the logo, coming up with a new promotion or a partnership and all that crazy stuff that I spoke about, is participate in all this stuff. See when they're announcing this stuff, asking for input and give your input. Don't wait until it already happens and then start to complain and pout about it and criticize the project, why not be proactive and actually get in there, engage with the community and the founders, get your voice in, let it be known, and maybe even offer up your skill set and literally influence the direction of a growing company or community, depending on how the project is structured. Some of these projects are actually communities, just like a country club, but others are like a startup 
business that has a literal business plan and a plan to monetize and have profits and build for the future. But either way, you're in pretty much on the ground floor and you can influence and shape this thing as we grow. And it's a beautiful place to be in right now, especially while things are down and founders are almost quote unquote desperate to figure out what we're going to do to stay relevant, stay on top of the news cycle. And they're very open to suggestions and discussions. And who knows, maybe you find that you really click with one of these founders and communities and you end up on the team or the inside track, who knows what it might be, a partnership in real life. And the only way to really access all of that is just being active and engaging. So all community members, all holders, all hands on deck, get involved with these communities. And this is the time that you want to shape it. Don't wait till the bull market and then hope for the founders to really secure your profits in your bag and have your best interest in and just sit back and relax. No, participate. Web3 is all about having a spot at the table. So take advantage of this. So hopefully you found this interesting, some things to think about. If you like this content, please share it with a friend, especially on Twitter. Feel free to tag me at Tropic Vibes. As usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.